Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just give Jesus a big clap. Come on, let's just give Jesus. You know, a standing ovation is worthy of the king. Amen. He's worthy. He's worthy. If it was Pavarazzi over here doing an opera thing, we'd all stand for an encore. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. I like to challenge people. Did you notice? <laughs> well, <sighs> bold as the lion. Well, it's, it's been a wonderful time with you guys in the last couple of nights. Um, it's been exciting. It hasn't been boring. Um, I'm praying that God will do something very special in, in, in the next little bit of time. And we'll see what he does, okay? I'm thankful for Pastor Chris and Nick. You guys are a blessing. I, I'm thankful that you love people and you care about people. It's genuine, it's real, and it's, it's a kingdom attribute that the world needs, okay? I'm thankful for all the nice people that I've met. Uh, you're, you guys are good people. You're great people. You're hungry people. And I, I pray that a blessing will come. I pray that the Lord will move in your midst. I pray that you'll yield to the Holy Spirit in such a way that he can move. He can move. Uh, like the testimony, many times our plans are a little bit different to his plans. His ways are different than our ways. His ways are here I can get a teacup on a table and bless my daughter. You know, uh, Just like the South African family, I heard you're going to South Africa and my wife just mentioned that's where some of our closest friends in the world have a beach house and live. And there's also a really good church there. He's an American pastor. Um, his surname is Rodriguez. So it's Pastor Rodriguez. And he's right in the town where you're at. And it's a good church. I just was, I was, I was just um, um, FaceTiming with him three days ago, four days ago before I left Germany. So we were going back and forth um, chatting. And don't be surprised if you see me in South Africa. Yeah. So the very area you're in within the radius is probably five minutes, ten minutes. So God's already, he's already there waiting for you to get there. And he'll be with you when you make it there. But I'm going to pray for you too, if that's okay. Come on up, you guys. I love South Africa. I love the South African people. They're fiery. They're fiery. They're full of the spirit. Just go ahead and stand um, just with the kids on each side, and you guys could all hold hands. And just face me, yeah. Um, this is when I need some big fellows to help me. I see arrows like signs on a street. And uh, I see one arrow that causes you to go down a road, and then I see another arrow that causes you to turn. You know how you have a... A 90 degree turn this way and um, I see the signs the Lord is showing me signs that he's going to give you to, to go in the way you should walk in, in the path that you should follow the road is already prepared for you 
Um, I see open doors. I see a home. I see a home, and it's a blessed home. I also see a garden. I see a garden. I see you doing farming. I, it's, a, it's funny that I see that. I see you having a little garden. Um, I see the Lord giving you three friends, godly friends that you, you've needed all your life. Uh, there's three of them. Uh, two, of them, two of them will be like mates, like buddies. One of them's going to be a spiritual blessing and a mother to your life. Okay, that's what I see happening. Mm. I see God opening doors for you to share what he's put in you. That, that your faith and your, 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 your walk with God, your covenant with God, will be something that you're able to share with others. And God will do that. There will be no striving in it. You'll just go, here, God, in there, say, wait, 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 that's so good. Here, come and share. And that's how it will work. Mm. And I, I have to tell you guys, okay, God already has your friends, okay? He already has your friends planned out for you. So you don't have to worry about that, okay? You guys don't have to be afraid because the Lord, your God, goes before you to prepare the way just like having a cup of tea. Amen. Okay, so I speak a blessing over you as a prophet. And I declare and decree that South Africa is open for you. I decree that there will be favor upon you. That the angels will guard you and protect you and protect your children. That there will be no fear but only raw, potent faith. In Jesus' name I pray, and I ask that the Holy Spirit anoints you right now and blesses you on the count of three. Look at me, guys. Here he comes. One, two, three. Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. That's it. Close your eyes and just receive. Yep. Father, Son, be blessed. Father, Son, be blessed. Father, Son, be blessed. Take that. Take that. Hallelujah. Come on, just thank the Lord that he's here. <clears throat> you know, sometimes we just need to uh, go with the flow and adjust our plans. And, and, and God can do anything if we just let him. But he won't do anything if you don't let him. Yeah. Write that down if you have a piece of paper and a pen. God wants to do what he wants to do. And you follow him. He doesn't follow you. He leads you. You don't lead him. You do not dictate to God how things are. God is the one that says the way it is. So when you say, I don't want to, or this is the way it's going to be, uh, God will mess with you until you understand that he's God. He's a loving father, but he is a father. And he wants to help his children. He wants to help his children learn and grow. On the plane down here, the Lord spoke to me and he said, what you criticize, you cannot learn from. He said, what you honor, you will grow from. Well, 
You see, the problem is, is we think we know everything and we don't. You have a little tiny brain, but you have a God that he calls Father. He's, his name is Father. That throws the stars in the heavens and knows them all by name. Everything he's created on earth is his handiwork. The nations are as a drop in the bucket. He created all the fish of the sea, all the, 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 the animals of the earth. He created breath. He created air. He created spirit. He created man. He created all things, all the fruit, all the vegetables, all the trees, all the flowers, all the insects. He's created it all. So why do we think that we know more than God? Sometimes we do. Well, I'm going to do it this way, and I'm going to do it this way, and I'm going to do it this way. Really? Sometimes God just sits there and goes, do you really want me to come? Do you really want me to move? Do you really want me to bless your life? Are you willing to yield to my ways and yield to my plans and yield to my purposes and yield to the way I like doing things? Will you be led by the Spirit or will you be led by the flesh? Will you be led by the word of the Lord or will you be led by your own words? Will you be led by the reasoning of your soul and your emotions and your thoughts and your intellect and what you think should be? Or will you be led by the thoughts of God and his prompting in his heart? The choice is yours. Will you be led by the Holy Spirit of God? That's a big deal. To follow the wind where he wants to cause you to fly is a big deal. Many people don't do that. They just live in the wilderness all their lives. They live in the desert. They live in the cave. They won't jump on a plane at a whim. They won't empty their bank account because they trust in their money, not in God. Sure, quiet in this Presbyterian church. I love good traditions. How about you? I love Christmas. Christmas is a beautiful day. I love exchanging presents. I love seeing people get blessed. I love eating Christmas food. I love the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. I love shopping for, in, for Christmas. I love shopping after Christmas. I love buying stuff at Christmas time. It's a great tradition. But some traditions are absolute rubbish. Some traditions need to be burned at the altar of God. Some traditions need to go. If it's not working, kill it. And yield. 
and allow God to be God in your midst. I had a message prepared, but the Lord said, I want a minister. And I said, okay. So I have to step out on a limb and step on the edge and follow the prompting and the unction of the Holy Spirit. My plan went back in the briefcase. My message went back in the briefcase, and I had to get rid of it. Because if I preached it, it would not do what the prompting of the Holy Spirit and the anointing and the unction will do. You have to understand that if you really want God to move... It's not your schedule, it's his. Absolutely. Sir, come here. Well, you might as well come also. You guys are special. I like you even though I don't know you. You know why? Because I can tell by the way you worship, you love Jesus. I, I could tell where people are at by watching them worship. That's why I poke my head around and look in the room. Okay? Lord wants to use you powerfully. Powerfully. Okay? There's an anointing on both of you. Okay? Do not let the enemy stop your voice. It's, it's been muffled. It's been muffled and you hold back. And the Lord does not want you to hold back. Okay? You can sing from here or you can sing from here. And when you sing from here, the breaker anointing comes. When you sing from here, the heavens open up. When you sing from here, we go into the throne room. Okay? Man is not in charge of you. God is. Though you are servants, live your call to the fullness. Don't hold back 30%, 20%, 10%, 5%, not 1% for the appeasing of the ears of man. Sing to him with everything you are and allow the anointing to come out of you and prophesy and let him speak through your song. Amen? Amen? Does this make sense? Lift up your hands. I anoint you. I anoint you as a prophet would anoint kings. I anoint you. I decree the blessing of freedom, liberty in the Holy Ghost over you. Hello, 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 Shakovo. I see you. Singing with notes of fire coming out of your mouths. 
I see you singing and the glory of God coming into the room. And as you sing, people start falling out under the anointing. I see miracles and healings taking place. And like last night when I was preaching, people started manifesting demons. As you sing, people will be delivered and set free. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it, use it, use it. Use it, use it, use it. Don't let anybody gag you. Don't let anything muffle you. Don't let anything keep you back from letting the anointing come out. Remember what I said last night. The fear of man brings a snare, but happy is he who trusts in the Lord. Amen? Amen. I speak a blessing over them in Jesus' name. And the basis, come on. Hey, hey, hey. You're like, Rob, aren't you preaching? Well, I just preach to them. Hello. Break it open with the bass. Break it open with the bass. That bass and those drums are made for breaker anointing. Okay? The bass has the power to pound the heavens. It has the power to hit the atmosphere in a way where no other instrument can except maybe the drums, and they work together. But as you, as you play, you'll feel the anointing, and it'll come real strong on you. And, and then it, you'll feel it like, oh, this is breaking. This is breaking something. This is breaking something. This is breaking something. This is breaking something. Oh, I think I'm going to play this a little harder and a little bit more fervent. And matter of fact, I might just pray in tongues while I do it. <laughs> You know, and, and, and the Spirit of God will start to hit you and come stronger and stronger and stronger. And, and the, the instruments speak. When the prophetic anointing comes, the instruments can speak. And, and just like tongues with the gift of interpretation of tongues, you can hear an instrument play and you'll start to hear God speak through the instrument. And you say, well, Rob, where is that? It's in the spirit. The problem is, is we'll talk ourselves out of it because we're so carnal. God will speak through a tree. God will speak through a donkey. That's scriptural. God will speak through a child out of the mouth of babes. You've perfected wisdom. God will speak through anything he wants to speak through. He's not limited God's not limited. There's no limits on him. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes. Take that. Take it all. Take it all. Yeah. On the count of three. One, two, three. And here it goes. Mental ascent doesn't get us into the heavens. Down here in the heart does. Yep. Amen. You know, um, when Israel would go to war, when Jerusalem and Judah would go to war, they would always inquire of the prophets. They would have psalmists playing and, and... they would begin to pray and see God, and then they would inquire of prophets. 
Now, thank God that we are in a new and better covenant and we can all hear the Holy Spirit. But when the prophetic anointing comes on a prophet, it's different than the spirit of prophecy. Okay, the spirit of prophecy is when there's prophets prophesying or something happens and then you have Saul prophesy. Like the scripture says, he began to prophesy. Is he one of the prophets too? No. You know, the spirit of prophecy came into the room. Matter of fact, the scripture says that we can all operate in the gifts of prophecy, the prophetic. Okay? There, there's that, and then there's, there, there's a spirit of prophecy, and then there's the gift of prophecy. And, and many people will have the gift of prophecy where they'll get something from the Lord and they'll operate in it. You know, and that's a gift, just like tongues and interpretation are a gift or a word of knowledge is a gift. Like I had the word of knowledge about uh, the lady that um, hurt herself on the stairs. That was a word of knowledge. <clears throat> and there's those gifts and the words of wisdom. They're, 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 they're gifts that God uses. And, and all believers can operate in them, some stronger than others. Some people have the discerning of spirits or the working of miracles or the gifts of healings. But there's another level. You have the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, and then you have the prophet's anointing. The prophet's anointing is a little bit different. The prophet's anointing will change something, whether it's a person or it's a church or it's a city or it's a nation. Um, God used me to prophesy to Benjamin Netanyahu when he was retired and both parties were in uh, the elections uh, was it 15 years ago. He was retired. There's somebody else running for prime minister of Israel. She was a woman in his party. And it was the anniversary of Israel, and God TV was going, and I had a word for Benjamin Netanyahu on God TV that God would use him as a David and God would protect him and God would uh, use him like a David to take down the giants of Israel. Well, I prophesied that. I said, I heard the Lord speak to me and he said, son of Benjamin. And I'm like, oh, the tribe of Benjamin. And then, oh, the Lord showed me Benjamin and Yahoo. And I said, you shall be raised up. God will raise you up. Little did I know that there was a man in the room that knew Benjamin Netanyahu. And if I said his name, you would all know him. He was able to get that recording from God TV and send it to Benjamin Netanyahu. Within, I think, 10 days, the lady stepped down, Netanyahu stepped up and became prime minister of Israel. But I've had prophecies over my life that I would... Declare the word of the Lord to presidents, kings, prime ministers, and what have you. Uh, 14, 15 years ago, I had the opportunity to prophesy worldwide revival. And you know that God uses things that you don't ever think that God could use. Not many noble, not many wise. He chose the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Well, I had a prophetic word for Lakeland outpouring. And three and a half weeks later, it broke out. But I saw it before it happened. I said, I see a revival happening in Lakeland, Florida. I see what happened in Pensacola and Brownsville, what happened in, in, with Rodney Howard Brown in Lakeland. 
I see another great revival. This one is touching the world. I see fire spreading throughout all the world from nation to nation to nation to nation. From city to city, I saw fire going all over the world. They started with 700 people. That word was given to the pastor of the church there in Florida. They extended meetings, and they opened up the doors for God to move. They were only having three days of meetings, something similar to this. And God began to move. It went from 700 to 1,500 to 3,000 within a week. From there, they outgrew the church. They were having, uh, they were having two, a service in the morning, and pastors and leaders were coming from everywhere. At night, they had uh, miracle meetings, and the Holy Spirit would flow, and they would have two hours of worship. They'd have two hours of worship because God came. When God comes, he'll mess up your schedule. The glory would come, and people were laid out all over the place. They had to go to a larger auditorium. They went to Lakeland, and it went to four, five, six thousand. Then they went to Lakeland Convention Center within three weeks. Everybody was calling me from all over the world saying, what's happening? I said, I said a revival's happening. And they said, well, you know, they said, well, don't you want to see what's going on? I said, I, God already showed me what was going on. I, I went back to sleep. Somebody called me, and they, they said that, and then it went on some news stuff, prophetic news things. <clears throat> and then the Lord woke me up. We were, we were preaching in the States, and we flew back overseas, uh, back to New Zealand. We, the first day we landed, we went to sleep. Um, Joshua didn't feel that well. He was a little boy. Um, the Lord wakes me up in the middle of the night and said, I want you to turn around and go back to America. The first day I got back to the other side of the world. Talk about having to be led by the Spirit. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me. Why didn't you tell me that before we got on the plane? Right? Do you remember that? We, we, we get home. We don't even unpack. Wash the clothes. And he said, I want you to go straight back over there. I want you to prophesy to the world. I'm like, shoot. I'm like, how am I going to tell my wife this? Seriously, I did. I woke up in the morning. Joshua had, didn't feel well. He had a tummy bug. And I woke, and I said, hey, God told me that we need to go back to the other side of the world. We just got here. It's not even one day. We ended up booking tickets and turning around within 48 hours and flying back to the other side of the world. Because the Lord said... Nobody paid for my plane tickets. Nobody paid for anything. We just did it out of obedience because we wanted to see God move. Little did I know that God moved and he opened up doors and other churches started getting touched. Matter of fact, we even came from that side of the world to this side of the world and had meetings at that big building in London, uh, Hillsong's building over in London. We had meetings with the Pioneer Churches, Gerald Coates' churches. They had all their churches come, and we drove two and a half hours, and I was in this little tiny midget car, and they had me sitting in the back. And I'm like, what is this? Can't they believe God for a bigger car here in England? <laughs> two and a half hours with my knees on the chair. But you know what? We showed up. God moved. 
God moved. God moved in Chicago. God moved in Tennessee. God moved all over the place. Why? Because we were willing to flex. We were willing to go the extra mile. We had to get out of the comfort of our flesh. The, the, one of the biggest enemies of the church is comfort. If you get comfortable, you won't go the extra mile. If you get lazy, you won't go farther than you need to. You'll just sit down and just cruise. Comfort needs to go with tradition and die and burn at the altar. The only comfort we need is the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And if we're being persecuted, that comfort will come. And if we end up having to go through hardship or tribulation, that comfort will come and protect us and give us peace and joy. Okay? And faith to endure to make it through. But we have to be willing to yield. I saw it go from five, six, seven thousand, ten thousand, eleven, twelve. Outgrew a convention center of eight thousand. Went to a field. Twelve thousand. Went to a baseball stadium. Fourteen thousand. Souls saved every day. Miracles happening impartation just like you received going and they were taking it back the england started having fires lit all over the place there were there were pastors coming in from england getting it and coming back and holding revival meetings they were doing it from africa they were doing it from all parts of the world south the south american revivalists with churches of a hundred thousand or more were coming i met them there Matter of fact, one of them that is world known, he was just here in Europe, was the one that took the word for Benjamin Netanyahu and gave it to him. And I'm like, God has a way of doing things that blows our mind. And we have to have our minds blown so we can be led by the Spirit. Amen? Scripture says that if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you will receive the prophet's reward. There's a reward that comes with receiving. <laughs> There's a reward that comes with receiving. There is a blessing that comes with receiving. There is a breakthrough that comes with receiving. There is success and a prospering that comes with receiving. When you receive, when you receive from the prophet's anointing. The scripture says that if you believe in the words of the prophets, that you will be able to stand secure. You will be able to stand safe. You will have a prompting, a leading that gives you the this is the way, walk in it. 
this is the way you're headed. This is the way to steer the ship. This is the way where if you do it, you will succeed, the Scripture says. That word succeed and that word prosper is the same thing. Success and prosperity are the same things. Uh, we want to prosper. All of us want to prosper. Amen? In everything we do, we want, we want to prosper. We want to succeed. God's put that in us. One of the ways to do it is to hearken, to hear. The word to hear means to listen. The word to listen means to obey. Uh, if, you, if you are led and you're prompted and you follow the unction and the anointing, before you know it, you see God move. And, and it, it can happen on a one-on-one. It can happen in a meeting like this. It can happen to an entire city. Amen? So I want to prophesy. Is that okay? Good. Because if, and if it isn't, I'm going to anyways. <laughs> I see a bridge. I see a bridge and I see below the bridge a river. And I see a, a, um, a gorge. It's, 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 a, it's a gorge. And it looks like it's about maybe 100 feet up, maybe 30, 40 meters up. And I see this bridge that's wooden. And uh, it has the ropes. You know how you would walk across a bridge when you're hiking through the mountains? And I see the bridge wobbling. And I see that uh, there are many walking on it. You guys are on it. And it's wobbly. And somebody begins to move and it wobbles a little bit more and everybody gets scared. But the bridge is tight. It's, there's, there's planks. There's, there's ropes interwoven. There's, it's, there's cable. It's a, it's, a, it's a strong bridge. And I see that you guys are starting to walk out on this bridge and people are starting to follow but as there's more people on the bridge it begins to wobble a little bit more do you guys understand what i'm talking about does this make sense if you've ever walked on one of those bridges so i see you walking and and you're getting out to the middle and and there's more people that are following and as soon as you get out to the middle it starts to go whoa spirit and the Lord says keep going keep going keep going down that 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 narrow wobbly bridge that I've chosen for you to go down keep going because you're about to get to the other side you are about to cross over I see that everyone sees that it's okay I see that you're walking and the river is matter of fact I see the river and it's starting to get stronger and it's starting to rise The the river is rising 
The river is rising, and it's God that's causing the river to rise. Uh, it's God that is causing the flow to come stronger. You've asked for it, he's bringing it. As you start to get to the other side, everybody looks and says, oh, it's okay, let's all go. And I see them marching like troops across the bridge. I see them coming to the other side. Everybody is excited. Everybody is, 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 is hugging and cheering and praising God. And then you look and there's a vast plain. And you say to yourself, what should we do? And the Lord says, I have given you land. I have given you the land. Seek me and then seek for the land and I'll reveal it to you. There is a building coming. It's not this building. You are moving. You are moving. Go ahead and come here and I'm going to pray for you. Go, go, go. Pastor Chris and Pastor Nick, it's an honor to be able to pray for you. Go ahead and hold hands. I see discipleship taking place. I see an excellent children's church taking place where children are learning the supernatural. I see that the hurting youth are going to be healed. They're going to be set free, but they're also going to be set on fire. And as they're set on fire, they're going to save other youth. Matter of fact, I see a youth ministry that is coming that has been an attack over the years. It's been attacked. Okay, and the youth ministry has been attacked over and over and over again. But you must, kids need to follow orders. They just need to be told what to do. If not, they'll eat ice cream all day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If, if you let them, they'll, they'll tell you that they want maccas every day for lunch and for dinner, right? Because if you don't tell them to eat their vegetables and have fruit and train them to eat fruit and vegetables and be healthy, they will want junk food every single day because they love junk food. That's why she has to have fruit smoothies. And that's why she now likes salads. My son likes meat, meat and bread. But we encourage him to eat vegetables, okay? But we are going to eat some meat today. Come on, Holy Ghost. Okay, but the kids need to be governed. They need to be governed because they don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. But it's good to be encouraged by people that are older and wiser so then you can hear and listen and learn what you need to to have a blessed life and a healed life and a better life, a good life, a, a happy life. Mom and dad. Mummy and daddy. Last night when Nick was dropping us off, matter of fact, I got both of them twice yesterday. Uh, we were standing on the bridge looking at, at, at the water and he said, oh, I just love when the wind blows in the brushes. And, and, and then I said, look at it blowing in the trees. And I said, and then, the, the, and then the, you could hear it, the sound. And then I said, 
You know that David, King David, when he was going to go to war, he, they, he needed to hear the sound of the troops and the wind and, and the trees and the mulberry trees. And he came up and he went back around and followed what God said and came around and won the battle. And then I looked at him and I said, you need to follow the wind. I said, and sometimes you need to go another way than what you thought. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and the wind blew by us. And I said, that w- that's for you. <laughs> and then last night when you were dropping me off, you know, we, she, she was talking about the meetings. And I looked, and I said, you know, I came a long way for this. We came a long way for this. And I said, because God has an assignment, and he wants something done here. I said, he wants to save all of Ashford. And then I looked at her, and I said, and he wants you to save it. <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, thanks. I said, yeah, have a good night's sleep. <laughs> no pressure, no responsibility. <laughs> but I, I see God doing something new, something totally new than all the, the things that you've done in times past. You know, many times we see the methods of other people and we see a little bit of success or them prospering. And, you know, we say, well, let's implement that. It looks like a good thing. And a lot of things are good, but when God does a God thing, it's better than a good thing. A God idea is better than a man idea. Okay. Um, And God wants to, to expand your borders. He wants to enlarge your tent. He wants to, you to stretch out your tent pegs. And he's going to do that. And there's going to be an anointing that increases on you even from these last three days. Okay? There's an impartation. There is going to be oil that's left here on the altar. There's going to be something that has been ignited that's going to be carried but you're going to have to be willing to say, wait a minute, the wind's blowing that way, let's go this way. That's why you named this church Numa. And it goes this way, okay? And I'm going to teach you something real quick. When the wind's blowing, it'll swirl, and it won't, it'll go higher and higher and higher. Now, birds, if you watch them glide, they'll be going one way, and, and they turn, and they turn again. And they start going to the highest place that the wind will take them so they can see. Eagles do that so they can see everything. And, 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 and in worship, you can go higher and higher and higher to the point where God is well pleased. And he's all, you made it. You made it. You're with me. In, in your preaching, in your teaching, whew, what am I doing today? Flying in the Holy Ghost Eagle Prophet anointing. Just swirling around, seeing what's going to happen. And I pray that that blessing comes upon you. That you will be like eagles that fly to the heights of the heavens. As you cross the bridge, everyone will follow and see it safe. There's land on the other side. And there's even a new home for you guys. Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands. That's it. I anoint you today as a prophet would to another fivefold ministry pastors. I speak a blessing over you of the anointing. And what you saw in other ministries that carry the fire of God, you shall carry also. 
I release the breaker of anointing on you both. I release the breaker anointing on you both. There's nothing English about it. It's heaven's kingdom, not the kingdom of England. It's heaven's kingdom. But it will change and cause the kingdom of England to be saved. Come on, let's give Jesus a big shout of praise. I see a women's ministry. I see a men's ministry. I see a children's ministry. I see a youth ministry. I see... I see a Bible school. God is quickening everything. What would take years to happen will happen in months. The harvest is ripe. It's time to harvest. This is not your winter season. This is your summer. It's harvest time, 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 harvest time in Numa Church in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands where you're sitting right now and just worship Jesus. We thank you for today. We thank you for today. We thank you for today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. For more information, go to numachurch.uk, where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week, and remember you're loved.